Hello, I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney. And this is Almost Nerdy. We love sci-fi. We love fantasy. We love all things nerdy. And we are about to spoil this for you, so make sure you've already watched it. Hey guys, welcome back to Almost Nerdy, episode 4, I think, of five. Black Stories. <laughs> five. Five. <laughs> episode 5 of Black Stories. So we have the intro and then we have four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. So. I- I'm never going to get it right. So. Yeah. Well, we don't really number them because it's kind of an ongoing series. Right. Um, you know, we did, a, we did this series a few months right. ago. So this week we were doing Bad Hair. Um, mm-hmm. As you've heard in the intro, if you have not seen the movie, please check it out first because we are going to spoil it. We are going to spoil it. This is a um, Hulu original, actually. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. We saw it around Halloween because I was looking for all the spooky but not scary things. Like this one is like kind of horror, kind of not. Like it's got its mm. horror moments, but it's not yeah. like super scary. Yeah. Which I like. Mm, so it's kind of like a. It's it's fun. Like when when I watched it, it was it was scary. It was scary to watch. Yeah, you had your moments where you're like it was scary, Get out! like some parts, <laughs> like I'm like whoa, what's going on? Yeah. Like, but at the most, it's kind of like yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, in the it's, '80s. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's dramatic. It's got mm-hmm. some nostalgic kind of things there, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's really well executed. Mm-hmm. I think it got a really good rating. Yeah, on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. And so I'm excited to dive in. Yeah, me too. Awesome. But before we do that, we are going to take a quick break. All right. Welcome back. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we, um, this is actually kind of an interesting episode because I actually watched Bad Hair because I follow um, this one woman on Instagram named Jamonica. And she cool does really a lot. Name. Super cool name. Yeah. <laughs> so she does a lot of reviews of movies. She tends to go a little bit more horror than I do, but you know, mm. watches kind of everything. So um, mm. we also share the love of uh, Umbrella Academy. She's really mm. into that, which is super fun. But anyway, I just really enjoy her content, and I watched Bad Hair, um, as we mentioned, around Halloween because she had. Um, she had reviewed it and said that she really liked it. So I was mm. like, okay, I'm going to give that one a try. It's probably mm. pushing my limits a little bit, but like I will do that in circumstances like this. Like we've watched Get Out. We watched Us. Like mm. we watched Lovecraft Country. Like yeah. it was kind of scary. Like we'll push ourselves sometimes. Yeah. So um, yeah. So we asked her actually like her opinion because I'm a white woman. Mm. Shalom is like a black man, but like mm. neither of us are a black woman. And like that is what this mm. movie's based around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's not, it's not a perspective that you want to make assumptions yes, about. Yeah. You, you, you definitely want, want to like take a step back. Even for me, I was like, okay, like, yeah. Take a step back. And, and, um, Courtney is, is the connector between <laughs> us. She, she connects with people. And it's really cool that you, you reached out to her and, um, and it's cool that she also referred you to the movie. Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah. So um, we asked her a few questions and I, here we go. This is Jamonica. Hi everyone. I'm Jamonica. I'm a blogger and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamonica Tierra. 
That's J-A-M-O-N-I-C-A-T-I-E-R-R-A. I also have a blog called FlamingoLifestyle.org. One of my favorite things to talk about on these three platforms are movies and TV shows. I love sharing reviews, my thoughts, recommendations, and lists on movies and TV shows I've seen, which of course makes me happy and excited. Come give me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and of course on my blog if you too enjoy watching movies and TV shows. Thank you, Courtney Shalom, for having me as a guest on your podcast. I do feel that bad hair is a good representation of a black story. Black women are often defined by our hair. And in this film, you saw that. When a new hairstyle or hair trend is happening, a lot of women want to hop on the latest trend, and I see no problem with that. I know that other races and cultures do the same thing as far as beauty and trends go. Anna Blutso, the main character played by Elle Lorraine, is a natural, which means her hair isn't altered by any chemicals, which is the hairstyle that she wears up until her weave installment. Anna wants to get a weave to fit the station's new image. There are other women who's also getting weave in the hair, so Anna's not the only one wanting to get it. I feel it was great to have a movie set in the 80s, which was um, a good time of change and trends. I also enjoyed the horror aspect of the movie. And of course, it's not full on horror, but you can get that horror feeling when the hair is attacking people. I also thought the African-American slave Lord Tell called the Moss Hair Girl was interesting to the movie's plot. Now, the movie isn't perfect, but I can't think of ways that bad hair fell short to me. But I am open to hearing those ways if anyone has some. All right. So that was really cool. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I love that perspective. And I'm going to make a quick correction before we, we, we kind of um, discuss what Jamanka shared with us. Uh, so I actually, I actually thought the movie got a good rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm mixing it up with other movies. I've been watching so many movies this month, so many <laughs> documentaries. Uh, it got a 6-3 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Boo. I think, I think, I think it deserves so much more than mm-hmm. that. And it got a 39 from the audience. Can I, can I be honest though? Yeah. I, I'm not that surprised. I am not that surprised that a movie about black women mm. who are, as Jamonica said, like not always represented or not always represented well, mm. that something that like honestly affects them. And mm. like when you look at the essence of this story like i'm not surprised that the public when they looked at it was like that's lame you know like even when you hear about it like it kind of sounds like a like a lame topic um i was first introduced to the idea of like hair equality by the naacp legal defense fund Mm. Um, so okay so you're making a commentary on society basically yes yes society Uh as a whole like i'm I'm not surprised that they would rate it poorly yeah um because I, i mean as a white woman, mm. I've literally never thought about hair equality. Mm. Literally never in my life I've had to think about hair mm. equality. Mm. But, um, like, as the NAAC, like, they did a whole campaign for, like, a good month where they yeah. just talked about, like, the cases they had yeah. and, like, um, how they, like, are fighting for hair equality, whether mm. it's dreads or braids or whatever, like, mm. natural, like, all the, the standard is white hair. Right. It could have gone the other way completely if yeah. if society was different. Yeah. But because we are like yeah. more of a white based society, mm. you know, things like like white women just don't understand the idea of 
of Mm. literally changing yourself. Like that's what Anna has to do in this story is Mm. literally change herself and get a weave, get Mm. white hair in order to move forward in her company somewhere where there's so little growth anyway. Yes. Like she clearly is doing a good job. Mm -hmm. She's already reinvented this like this position twice. But right. she's never been promoted in four years. Right. And then, like, you know, you see they're looking at her resume. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you haven't been promoted in four years. Like, that's wild. Like, right. if you were doing that good of a job, like, mm-hmm. you should have been promoted already. Right. But it's like there was so little space for people mm-hmm. to move up right. in in the workforce. Because basically, as the, as the producers at the beginning of the movie say, mm-hmm. like... We're not really looking for that urban vibe, like right. so. Basically, they don't want her because she's right. black. Right. It's very, it's very interesting. Like I'm, I'm surprised that it's the audience gave it such a bad score. Um, very surprised. That's that. That's a surprise to me. The I'm also surprised with the the rating by critics as well. Like I'll, I'll probably be be somewhere around seventy five. 75%. It's kind of low quality, I would say, as far as filming-wise. Like, it feels low budget. <gasps> but no, I mean, not quality, low yeah. budget. They, like, I mean, I, I didn't see a lot of cringe graphics. Like, I mean, I feel well, like they true. used what they had really well. Yes. And and the the only criticism I would have of it is that, yeah, like, they could have been, they should have been bolder with their story. Mm. They should have been bolder because this, that, that whole thing in the end of there being a tree where they are sacrificing the head like yeah the, the the hair which is i i bet a lot of it is filled with blood and stuff yeah and mm. there could have been a more deeper story there mm. but like maybe they want to do a second movie maybe that's what they were thinking but the rest of it was fine like i'm surprised like that they even went jay farrow is pretty cool like he's a, he's a douche yeah in this movie like and, and Usher's in it. Yeah, there's some you know, good like, names it's, in it's there. It's pretty. It's it's not, and it's, at the same time, it's not like a movie where it's like, I it, there's almost like a comical aspect to it. I, a I comical almost edge wonder to it that almost that might throw people off yes, a little bit. That was exactly what I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking because it kind of toes this line of of like, I would call it palatable horror for not the typical horror, fan. right? Right. right. So, because uh-huh. like you and I can watch that. Like, I've actually watched it a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not one to like watch horror over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. So, like, I got sucked. What was that? I got sucked into that haunted house show on Netflix. And like, I never watched scary ghost movies, but I got sucked in. But like, <laughs> I would never watch that again. But mm-hmm. like, I've watched this hair a couple, this hair. I've watched bad hair a couple times. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's easier to watch. I, I think the the comedy definitely like kind of like makes you go like, okay, what am I dealing with here? Mm-hmm. I, I guess I, I don't see it. Maybe that's what threw off mm-hmm. um, critics a little bit. Like I, I haven't really looked at the reviews because yeah. I'm, um, I'm kind of um, yeah, like the things like unclear thesis. Um, yeah, I, I, I can I think, see that. I like, agree. I think they didn't like yeah. the ending, but the ending is very classic horror. Like, classic horror is like you end it kind of like the, with this question mark. Like, wait, yeah. what did I just see? Like, did I just see what I think I saw? You should have something really interesting that you were saying the other day about when we were talking about this and you were talking about like, you went like real deep about the hair and like what it meant, like like what the commentary was mm. and like society. Yeah, like... I, Wow, I, pressure. 
you don't remember no, like <laughs> it was so okay, deep what 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 i think about a lot when it comes to to that is like culture like what's acceptable what's not you know and and i think what happens a lot in in society is that is that white people have sort of they have they're the ones who have become like the judges of what's acceptable mm. and when is it acceptable mm-hmm. right so it's like you have so you've heard there's a time when afros were not acceptable in the workplace yep right now it's acceptable yes and now it's kind of cool you know like i mean people talk about it they talk about um even like one of the things like big butts right mm. right there was a time when there were like even caricatures of mm-hmm. like black women mm-hmm. like making fun of black women for having big butts kind of mm-hmm. like oh look this is a and now you know there's all this this whole trend of thick butt, girls but yeah mm-hmm. like butt implants and stuff like yeah. that yeah it's, it, like since the kardashians mm-hmm. and that's something that white people have done so much where it's like they they've set the tone of what is what is like what like what's in and what's out and a lot of it comes down to money right so mm. it's like they were like okay you know you like as as more people like uh, as the volumes of people who dress a certain way increases mm. they're like oh we can make money off this we can mm-hmm. like suck the life out of these people with this mm. like we can do that like and i i that's kind of how i see it is the the fact that like this this hair is is like literally sucking the life out of mm-hmm. you know it's like they're saying like you're the product. Yep. You need to dress this way. You need to mm-hmm. look this way. You need to do that. We don't care about your culture. Like, and you can remove that. And I think that's that's something that was very clear to me. Was just that mm. it was like, even though like, you know, like those guys, you could tell it was kind of the shows seemed like they were going to black people. Like I, I at least that's what I thought. Yeah. I was like they don't seem even the the one when they actually do a show. I was like, it doesn't look like this is like for a white uh, suburban mm-hmm. market. Like it didn't feel that way to me, at least, mm-hmm. right? But even though they are, you know, like the one, the one actor, the one character was saying, like, I'm, I'm real. I'm just real, and yeah. like, I'm doing my thing, right? Because in her, in her community, to her customers, to her base, they love that about her, yeah. right? And so, what happens a lot of times is that. You know, a lot of these artists, like I'm a musician, so I've kind of like been interested in the music industry, is a lot of these artists, they show up and they'll say, I have my market, right? I'm mm-hmm. like a hip-hop artist, yeah. you know, and believe believe me, hip-hop artists also, um, they actually sell to a lot of white people, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's crazy, especially Christian artists. The Christian hip-hop artists, their biggest market is white evangelicals, mm-hmm. right? It's crazy right and i think what happens a lot of times is a lot of these artists they start off at their like local you know church or uh community uh, events uh rap battles whatever like you know whatever platform is available for them to use mm-hmm. and then they they connect with record labels who then go like yeah we want to sell you to a bigger market we want to yeah. make you so we're going to stretch you then we're basically yeah. going to say, like, dress this way, look like this, talk like this, do that, right? And there was a time when it was like, you know, it was kind of like, guys, you know, guys will be, were told, hey, you need to change how you dress, you need to dress it, change how you look in order to actually meet the market that's there. Mm. And a lot of these artists end up going crazy. Yeah. You know, they end up like, it's, it's really like that visual of, 
their hair sucking the blood like yeah literally, like have yeah. like it's a vamp the vampiric kind of effect mm-hmm. that's what happens to a lot of these artists is their 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 skill and their um their creativity gets sucked out because mm-hmm. they're now like just giving and giving and giving of themselves mm-hmm. and changing themselves in order to meet the market whilst like these guys are making money off you and mm-hmm. they're not giving them the promotions they're not paying you the money that they deserve mm-hmm. they just um they keep like just making more money more yeah. shoots and the image at the end was pretty powerful it's like them taking the blood to yeah. the tree and they had all the bodies also right right and for me it's capitalism yeah it's capitalism it's yeah. like you know capitalism you know um and has has had that impact on the black community mm-hmm. where basically they've been used and used and used and then they were told change your hair have straighter hair do yeah. this guys don't have an afro cut your hair you yeah. know cut your hair pet, or pet it down or whatever you mm-hmm. know i can pet my hair down to point like it's like really short but like cut your hair do this look professional mm-hmm. right and then they suck the life out of you and then like your your like dead and the next gen shows up and they're like oh you know what the upper isn't now you know mm-hmm. but then they'll find something else that they, yeah, they will cut from you and it's kind of like it's such a it's such a, a vicious vicious system that yeah like your life force just goes you mm-hmm. know? so yeah mm-hmm. yeah to, to back up for a second actually what you were touching on about like like women's bodies like Mm. that that actually spreads farther than just black women like that's also with white women as well Mm. um but that's like been a point where it's like it exactly what you're saying like Mm. capitalism is telling women that they need to look a certain way and it's it's actually pitting women of different body types against against each each other other. Mm -hmm. so instead of like just making clothes that fit people instead like you're being told that your body needs to look a certain way to fit the clothing style right so you you as right. a person go in and out of style like yes. as a person as right. a woman you go in mm. and out of style which is pretty wild and like it's starting to actually be talked about now mm. but like as i was thinking about that i was kind of thinking that like this is something that you often hear like black women speak about where like they almost need to choose between like a cause and like being a like a woman like in mm. a lot of spaces like for example, mm, mm. for example, like women's suffrage, like mm. that was at the same time as civil rights. So it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they felt the pressure to like mm-hmm. to choose, like, am I a woman where I'm still at the back of the line, or am right. I like, am I doing civil Pushing rights? Or again, I'm still the at the back. Yeah. yeah, or I'm still at the back of the line. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's yeah, yeah. That's 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 deep. Like I I. I I, I find I find stuff like that to be very just painful. Like it, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to think about. And being someone like you know who moved here seven years ago, I'm becoming more aware of mm. some of the conversations that happen. Mm-hmm. Intersectionality, mm-hmm. you know, is such a it like uh, it it like sometimes you're right. Like people get weaponized against each other, mm-hmm. right? You get weaponized mm-hmm. to the point that, like, one of the things as well that I thought was was interesting was eventually, like, some black people, right, they, they do get some sort of reward, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and to the point that you end up becoming, an, like, a preacher, an evangelist for 
this culture, right? Well, that was so, Anna with right, the so hair. Anna, Anna basically is pressuring her workmates yes. and saying, hey, try this, change this. You need to yeah. change. You to need be to the change yourself. To be, even though it's hurting, mm-hmm. she's, she's scratching. She's, it's, mm-hmm. she's, she's itching. She's and itching. all this crazy stuff is happening and to her the whole time. all this crazy stuff is happening. And so this is what happens. So, so I mean, uh, I'm going to take it to politics. It's like, I, like this, I do not know if in American politics, um, if in American politics, there has been this amount of like black people on the wrong side, like, you know, like black people mm-hmm. supporting Trump as, as much as now. I do not know that. But I definitely have what surprised last year during the election, the amount of black people that were just like, yo, Trump is our guy. Even though everybody knows this guy's racist. Like, mm. I'm, we're like, we're all like, guys, this guy's racist, right? We all, we all agree. This guy's racist. We all know this. And then there's this just guy who's like, Trump is my man. He's my guy. And, 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 and there's, there's one character on social media who basically like, he's like, um, first of all, he's, he's gay and he's black. Right. Mm. And, and basically like, it's like two, two people groups that Trump is actually, was actually actively working against with policy. Right. Some of his Mm -hmm. policies were against his own well being, but he was just like, he was just like, follow the law to to when whenever some a black person gets got shot he'll just yell like follow the mm. law do what if you if you listen if you leave that ghetto 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 life like you're busy and i was just like i was like oh my gosh like you are but he was he was getting attention he was mm-hmm. getting attention from a lot of people and i was like oh my gosh you're basically an evangelist for trump Mm-hmm. Like someone who's actually hurting you, and you're like you're like Anna, like itching and scratching and going nuts. But at the same time, you're going like, oh my gosh, you need to change. You need to adapt. You will go far. You will have good time if you just change yourself. And whilst it's hurting you at the same time, it's such a hard thing to watch. Mm. It, and and in the movie, it's hard to watch. It's hard to see her sitting her workmate down, her black workmate down, and saying, yo. You need you need you need to change up. You need to change up the way you're doing things. You mm-hmm. need to change up um, how you roll. And I think that's just something that, um, yeah, that's 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 something that's hard to watch. It's hard to watch, but it's something that is very common. This movie is such a good depiction of of how, like, a lot of times. And her boss is black too. Yep, she's pushing the same thing. You know, like, and but at the very end of the movie, it's a white guy. Who is making black people take yeah. the things to the tree? Yeah. It's a white guy who's at the very top running stuff. And and I think that is why a lot of times it's like we're having a lot of conversations about who's at the very, very, very top. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. if you have if your power structures have just white people at the very top, mm-hmm. they're gonna find ways. So find ways to oppress your you as a person, as a black person, they'll find ways to do it. And you see that in there. Where even though the person who is visible in the meetings is is there's a black person who's going like hey guys he like you know they're mm-hmm. the voice they're the evangelist the one who's speaking um at the very end it's like it was like white people that yeah. were like pitting them against each other weaponizing and that is something that if you go through like all our black story stuff i've talked about this a lot about mm-hmm. divide and conquer it was such a tool used by rich rich farm owners mm-hmm. guys who owned slaves they use that to pit 
poor white people against black people to pit like women against men to pit black people house house slaves against mm -hmm. slaves in the field and that's just the whole tactic it's and to the point where you and you see that here like it's mm -hmm. like where you know they are their mouthpiece there yeah these black these black lead ceos and leaders are a mouthpiece for the white person oppressing the other black people mm -hmm. who work under you know in the lower levels and mm -hmm. yeah sad yeah mm. i was just thinking about how like you kind of you kind of touched for a second on that like on the the mm. moss right like the moss haired girl the story that yeah. that we heard um i think he's the uncle was telling anna mm. and um the i think what what was crazy to me is like so that story came from like oral tradition right and right. and he kind of lectures anna because anna's like yeah that's lame and right. he's like he's like no like don't let like another culture basically like tell you what's valid about your culture and mm -hmm. what's not mm -hmm. and that like really that really struck me because um we actually were recently learning about like the fires in california and yeah. how the um indigenous people in that area mm. would do controlled burns and mm. when settlers kicked them out of their land yeah they stopped doing the controlled burns mm. and the controlled burns are actually what keep that land um mm. from getting like wildflowers getting yeah. out of control yeah so like they don't do that as much in california anymore and they're like just now learning that like that was important but like they they basically chalked it up to like to like make believe myths you know what i mean yeah um instead yeah. of it being like realizing like this oh there's like realness yeah. to this or even yeah. um i was thinking about how I forget which documentary we were watching but it was it was about slavery and they were talking about how like they would take people from different like the, during the slave trade they would actually take people from different parts of africa based on their skill set so mm. like i remember one of the skills specifically was rice mm. rice growing so they took them mm. specifically because they were so good at growing rice mm. and it's like it's like just that willingness to take people for what they're able to give you but then not not like wanting, but eradicating yeah. like the rest of their culture yeah. not wanting the things that and i think a lot of times it's like the relationship between between you know, a lot of like indi like indigenous populations, mm -hmm. like which something that a lot of white people just like did not have, right? Yeah. Or, or they lost it. Yeah, I, I don't know much about like white cultures and yeah. farming and so forth, but it's the I the relationship to the land, right? Mm -hmm. Is is this connection to say you are responsible for the land that you're cultivating? Mm -hmm. Your job is to make sure the land does not die out, right? Mm -hmm. you, you need to make sure your your just as much as you want the land to yield you know things to you you need to learn about taking care of the land back it's a give and take relationship mm -hmm. right and i think there's that wisdom right that's like that because of greed and just saying like just wanting to take 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 mm -hmm. take a lot of times it's like people want the wisdom that helps them get more get more mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. they they don't want the 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 wisdom that actually goes like that actually allows them to to have a good relationship with yeah be land. sustainable because a lot of times like you know they, they just want to make a quick buck they like yeah. it's, it's it's heist it's it's a heist you know you're stealing you're stealing from people and and i think there's this concept of we need to just move as fast as possible we need to do like that's why like um conserving land mm -hmm. 
is something that is such a like a heated topic right when it comes to cons- conservatives and liberals mm-hmm. there are conservatives like just like work the land you know mm-hmm. put a pipe through mm-hmm. right and even liberals do the same thing you know at least liberals can be pressured more right mm-hmm. by by you know nature activists but yeah. like but the thing is that it's just this concept of just saying like the like a lot of who are the people who are standing in the way who are like blocking pipelines it's indigenous populations mm-hmm. and they're blocking it mm-hmm. and and but it's 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 white people who are just like ramming it through and then what happens is oil spills happen yeah right and oil spill happen and then you have a you have injections and hearings and so forth and and apologies and ceos get fired but they go off with like millions of dollars they can live out yeah, the rest they of their get lives laid you know off. <laughs> like but then the communities are impacted they can't fish anymore they can't do stuff mm-hmm. and that is something that i think it's like it's such a it's like the take 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 impact off of just greed greed and, ca- and capitalism really mm-hmm. to be honest and and that's something that we see so much in this movie it's like this concept of take taking so much and and i this is why i love this movie that i think this movie is such a good representation of that i'm disappointed with with the ro- rotten tomatoes i think that's that's unfair i think that's unfair there's they're missing something there but um yeah you know Mm-hmm. Life. Yeah. Did Did you have anything else that you wanted to touch on? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I just want to talk about how the whole time I was just like, "Can you please?" Like, she wants to get the weave off, right? I'm like, "Can you please just like get your hair wet? Just like, make do it the wet. Yeah. just do the one thing that they said not to do." Right. 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 I was like, like, that was the part with Anna where I was getting really frustrated. I was like, "Girl, freaking get your hair wet. Do it." <laughs> <laughs> I was I was getting so mad at her. Then the movie would be too short. <laughs> I, I I I I feel like she was just like super distracted. That's true. you know she she was on a balance a lot. Like for me that balancing act of she's scratching her hair right. Her landlord is bothering her. Mm-hmm. She's in love with this guy who's not really in love with her yeah, right. And then at the same time she's trying to get a promotion at work. And then she's being told to to tell her workmates to to change up their yeah. hair while sometimes she's itching and like so it's like there's just so much happening so you can see someone like that forgetting like important information mm-hmm. you know um, that's true yeah yeah but the whole time I was just like just get it away yeah it's <laughs> get the witch hair off of you oh my gosh that was great the hair and I thought that was smart yeah I thought that was smart like having the hair come alive be something that's alive you know, and then it kills that guy, and then kills the um, uh, Jay Farrow's character. Yeah. Like I, I thought that was well done. I thought it was a really wow, like tasty movie. It's tasty, like it's tasty horror. Yes, they could have been bolder. I, I, I would push them. Say, be bolder in telling your story. You know, like take more risks and tell us more. Tell us more about this, mm. the lore. Like, was the obviously there's a depth that they wanted to touch with mm-hmm. all those scenes with like like the the family sitting on the table yeah all those shots give us more of that and then give us yeah, more that of that cool. ending piece yeah so that it becomes just a whole a full story um i that's where they miss an opportunity mm-hmm. that's why i'm 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 around 75 yeah i think i, would I take- do wonder where where it's like 
budget and production meets like the initial idea because sometimes yeah. your your yeah. story can be somewhere but you have to taper it back for budget because it yeah. does kind of look like a lower budget movie it does i would it does. say it does um mm-hmm. but yeah I, overall like i'll probably watch this around halloween every year like yeah. i'm adding this to my halloween list it kind of reminds me of um the music video thriller a little bit yes it's got a, like that kind of horror where it's like yeah. michael jackson but it's scary <laughs> it's a little bit scary <laughs> spooky not scary yeah yeah <laughs> awesome all right cool so we are gonna wrap this up yes we are um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. If and thank you, you to Jamonica. Yes. And thank you to yes. Jamonica for um, being on this um, podcast. It really like it just having um, specifically for this topic, a black woman. Like, I mm. just feel like that really enhances this discussion. And yes. like, I'm just really happy that she said that she would be on. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't listened to our other black stories, I would definitely encourage that you do that if this is the first one that you're tuning in for. Mm. Um, we also did one, I think, back in September or October of last year mm-hmm. um, where we went through some other movies that we really loved as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to take a break for, like, about a month. And then we're yeah. going to be coming back with a new topic. A new topic. Which is still undecided. Still undecided. <laughs> but we will decide. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you after the break.